Church, I am so excited to be with you live. This is not pre-recorded, but we're in the house with you. And to prove it, I'm going to give some shout out first to my boy, Zach. Yeah, and I'm sure my girl, Amelia, is there too. Love you guys. And of course, Zion, but he doesn't know uh, anything right now. But uh, shout out to um, Priya. Let's go. Johan, ready. Uh, we got Jeanette in the house. And Dory, Kishani, Nithi, yeah, Shania, welcome, welcome. And uh, yeah, here we are finally live. And I can't wait to share this message with you. Uh, we're starting a two-part series within the full series. Today's uh, message, as uh, MC Michelle mentioned, is Pathways, part one. And next week, we're going to have an amazing uh, Father's Day message by Pastor Steve Fleming. Uh, he's a phenomenal speaker and pastor and father and grandfather. And so he's going to share with us. And then we're going to pick up on this pathway conclusion uh, the week after that. If you're ready, I hope you have your Bibles and your notebooks. If not, you can follow along in the screen. But I just, I just want to quickly pray as we begin. Yeah, Holy Spirit, we welcome you once again. Thank you for being with us, with us throughout the worship time. And even right now, God, we surrender ourselves. Speak to our hearts. Lord, only you know what every single one of us are going through. And Lord, I pray as I open my mouth and I speak that God, that you would speak to the hearts of the people. That God, that there will be real transformation, that real divine strategies and divine direction so that everyone's trajectory can be changed in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Put an amen in the chat. Yeah. Well, you know, the truth is God didn't just save you so that you can just be saved. You can just have a life here and then die. Many, some people are like, man, I can't wait to go to heaven. I'm like, what are you doing now? Because God didn't just save you for you, but God saved you so that you can also bring others into a living, loving relationship with Jesus. God wants to save a life through you. Have you ever thought of that? He doesn't just want to save you, but He wants to save a life through you. And so, in other words, what I'm trying to say is that God wants you to be a catalyst to change someone else's trajectory. Because your life is supposed to impact other people's lives in a positive way. But a lot of times through our lives, through our past, through our mistakes, we have caused a lot of damage. And today I want to give you three out of eight points. I'm just going to give you three, okay? It's bite-sized and I want you to take it. How can we be a catalyst in transforming someone else's life? to change someone else's trajectory, pathways. Let's turn to Colossians chapter 4, verses 5 to 6. Read along with me wherever you are. Colossians 4, verses 5 to 6. It goes like this. Use your heads as you live and work among outsiders. Don't miss a trick. Don't miss an opportunity. Make the most of every opportunity. Be gracious in your speech. The goal is to bring out the best in others in a conversation. Not put them down. Not cuss them out. Oh, I mean, not cut them out. Uh, I wonder how many of us are just cussing out people because like, when, we, when we hear things that we don't like, we're like... Anyway, we're going to get into that in just a moment. What's your purpose of your life? What's the purpose of your life? It is to encourage others. It is to not just know Jesus, but to make Him known. It is to bring the best out of other people's lives. You are called to, 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 to be a city on a hill. You are supposed to be a, a light in the darkness. 
And when we do that, we are fulfilling our purpose on earth. You got saved, you got Jesus in your heart, you got, got filled by the Holy Spirit, great. But your life story doesn't end there. That's where it actually begins. Because now you are a catalyst for Christ and for God to use you to change the trajectory of other people's lives. And one of the things we always say here, and we have big signage that says, Welcome home. You belong here. See, you don't have to believe what we believe to belong here. Maybe in Sunday school you might have heard the song or learned the song, Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. I add extra colors in there. Yellow, black, and purple, and white, and many other colors. Jesus loves the little children of the world. You know that song. It includes everybody. No matter your race, your age, your background, where you're from, what you believe in, this church is for everybody. Because Jesus is for everybody. Amen? Our hearts really broke what happened last Sunday evening in London, Ontario. And, 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 and we're praying and grieving and doing what we can as a church to bring healing and restoration and to let people know that this church is not for people that look like me. This church is for everybody. If you feel forsaken, if you feel forgotten, if you feel hurt, if you feel discriminated, if you face racism, if you face brokenness, welcome home. Many of us have faced the same thing. But even if your experience is different, we still love you. You don't have to believe what we believe to belong in the house of God. Amen? You are welcome. Next Level Church is for everybody. Because together, we're more powerful. Because together, we can go higher. Together, we can impact this city. God gave us a burden for this city. And instead of just me and Pastor Am doing stuff, we launched this church together with our team. And there's room for you. We can make the city better together. We can bring more love. We can help change the trajectory of the city if we would join together. The verse that we read, it said, don't cut anybody out. Because we need each other. I need you. You need me. And we're building a church for the people in the GTA and around the world where you may be watching from. And it doesn't matter where you've been because this is a home. This is your home. And we welcome you with arms open wide. And as a church and as individuals, we have drawn a line in the sand and we have said that as for me and my house, as for us and this church, we will serve the Lord. Amen? Amen. And yes, it's going to take hard work, but we're not going to make excuses because we're here not just to improve our lives, but we're here to improve other people's lives because we believe that we're vessels for Christ. No matter what problem you're in, what brokenness you're in, what bondage you're in, God wants to deliver you and then use you to deliver somebody else. Your life is important. And as a church, we, 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 we celebrate that there's no judgment, there's no drama in this church because we will accept you just the way you are because we need you to make a difference in this city. Because you know why we need you? Because Jesus loves you and we love you as a church. God wants to use the trajectory of someone else's life through you. So let me give you three points, all right? Here we go. Number one, revitalize them. You want to change somebody's life? Number one, revitalize them. That used to be a big part of our vision. We want people to be revitalized in Christ. And people are like, what the heck does that mean? Oh, oh, by the way, I should do a little waiver. Since we're live, I cannot go back and edit any of my bad jokes or if I stumble on some words. So apologies ahead of time because we be live right now. Alright, so uh, your grace is greatly appreciated because uh, uh, some um, uh, Pastor M is like, careful with the dad jokes, careful. <laughs> so, uh, love you me, I love you you, okay? Cool. Number one, revitalize them. I want to ask you, 
Are there any encouragers in the house? Put it in the chat. Are you an encourager or are you a discourager? Are you an uplifter or are you a downer? I was going to say a name and downer, but then the... No, we're not going to do that. Anyone here, anyone here loves to speak life, not death. And I love it because even earlier, Jeanette was saying that, the, that there's a power in our words. And she didn't know what I was going to talk about. Anyone here loves positive people. I love MC Michelle because she's so positive. It doesn't matter if the corner of the building is falling apart. She's like, yeah, Jesus, let's go. I love it. I love people like that. Those who are hopeful. I don't, I don't want curses to come out of my mouth. And many times when we get angry, when we get mad at our boss, at our children, oh man, the things that come out of our mouth and even the thing that we say to discipline our children might be a little bit discouraging. Or the things that we say to, oh, it's, it's, it's feedback or it's critique. No, it's discouragement. We are called to revitalize people. That's how we can change their trajectory. We are called to build people. People need more encouragement than you realize. People need more encouragement than they admit that they need. Maybe someone in your house right now needs encouragement. And you're too busy saying, oh God, show me my purpose. Your purpose is in your house right now. That person next to you, they need encouragement. Look to the left. If not, look to the right. Maybe at your, at your workplace or in your Zoom call that you do, that person on the right, they might need encouragement. And you might be the one that God assigned to speak through to impact their lives. There are people in your life, they need affirmation. They need somebody to come alongside and say, hey, I want to support you. I, I want to encourage you. Because people need hope in their life. And you're the one to bring. A lot of them are like, somebody encourage me. But God is saying, I want you to encourage somebody else. And Pastor Em and I, we were praying. God, do something in our city. God, there's so much darkness. You know, Markham is where our church is, and it is the largest human trafficking city in the country. And we're like, God, do something. God, send somebody. And God is like, you. You guys, do something about it. I'm like, but God, we're not. And so we took a step of faith, and God is doing something amazing. Amen? More than 300 people actually uh, reached out and connected with our church just in the last year and a half and a bit. Amen. Can we give God the glory? Because more than 300 people that may not have ever heard about Jesus, heard about Jesus, made a decision for Jesus, made a commitment or recommitment to Jesus. And that's all because we all got together and said, let's do something to revitalize our city. But you can do that in your home. You can bring new fresh life in your home, in your workplace. Why does it have to be stale and, 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 and dread? You can bring joy. A lot of times, the Holy Spirit will drop a name or, or a picture or a dream or a word of encouragement for somebody. And He might put a burden on your heart to call somebody, to reach out to somebody. But if you overthink it, you won't do it. I remember one day very clearly, because I felt really guilty after. One day I was driving and the and Holy Spirit put it on my heart, such a burden. I started to cry for this person because I could feel and see their pain that they're going through. That They didn't tell me about it. But God revealed it to me, and I'm like, oh, it's so awkward. I can't just be like, hey, by the way, are you going through hell right now? I'm like, uh, I just pray, you know, privately, because I was shy at the time. And uh, then I realized a few days later that person was truly going through hell. 
and God wanted to use me as a vessel to, to change their trajectory, to bring hope, to bring, to bring confirmation, affirmation, encouragement, and I didn't do it. Many times God will put it on your heart. See, Jesus died, He saved your soul. When you accept Him, He forgives you, and then He gives you the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the power of God. Holy Spirit is God. He's powerful and active and moving and available to you right now. And even with our baptism tank that we donated to a beautiful church, Holy Spirit put it on our heart to reach out to that church and say, hey, do you need a baptism tank? And they're like, how did you know? Uh, and, and, and then that pastor told the team that the exact tank that they were looking for, they couldn't find. Home Depot was giving them a hard time and they couldn't buy. They had to do baptism service and they couldn't because they don't have a tank. But then at the right moment, God put it on our hearts to speak to them. And they're like, this had to be from the Lord. And so many stories I can tell you that God has done, but we have to obey. God is calling you to change the trajectory of somebody's life. Drop an amen right now. Amen. Hallelujah. So it might be a text, a phone call, but don't ignore it. Don't ignore the voice of God. Do you want to know how to change someone's life? Begin to let God use your mouth to encourage them, to speak life to them, not to curse them, not to cut them, but to encourage them. People need encouragement in their lives because yes, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And in this church, we're passionate about speaking life. And we say things like, God, if you can use anything, use me, Lord. God used a donkey. So God, if you can use a donkey, you can certainly use me. Because many times we are overcritical and overjudgmental of ourselves. Right now, you need to talk to God and say, God, use me. In whatever capacity. God, I'm scared. Man, do you think it's comfortable to do live right now? No. <laughs> like, God, if you can use a donkey, you can use me. So I'm just going to go to do this live, God. Because, you know, we were used to 65 weeks of pre-recorded online service. I know you thought it was live, but it wasn't. It was pre-recorded. Uh, you know, we, 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 we put in together maybe 30 hours per week to do a 45-minute online worship experience that you sometimes tuned into. But then now we're live, so... Yeah, am I scared? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I had to use some extra powder today. <laughs> Trade secrets. Many times we think to say good things to people, but we don't say it. We hesitate. We back out. We're like, that's weird. That's awkward. But no, when was the last time you gave a true compliment, a real encouragement to somebody? Because that might change the trajectory of their lives. It might literally change the way, the next thing that they were going to do. You know, we were just driving uh, on Brimley uh, very recently, and somebody was there to jump off the bridge. Can you imagine the hopelessness people are feeling? I wonder if one person would have said something kind to that person could have turned their trajectory around. There's a story, this goes back a few years ago, where a man, sorry, I don't know if this is okay to say it or not, but just listen to me. He came from another province to this province with a trunk full of guns. And he was gonna do a huge damage, but a dog owner was there to be kind to him. But before the dog owner, the, the, the dog ran to him and, and was like really loving to him. And that just melted his heart. Now my wife is looking at me, she's like, see, we should get another dog. We can save the world. We can. The kindness of a stranger changed the life of many. 
and protected. Love covers a multitude of sin. Love is what, is what God is. God doesn't have love. God is love. And He's calling you to be moved by His love into action to say something good to somebody else. Revitalize them. A lot of time, even me, I like to have jokes. And sometimes we're with our, with our jokes and sar sarcasm and, and things that we cut people. And they smile and laugh in front of us, but then they go bleeding. That's not the impression I want to leave. You have the power to create your reality. Some people say, I am going through hell. And all you say is that. Whatever we say becomes reality. See, because God created the world by His Word. Everything He created was by His Word. And since we are made in His image and likeness, our words have power. And our words will create or destroy. In, in our culture, it's okay to say, Oh, so funny, don't kill me. It bothers me every time. Or they'll be like, oh, wicked. Or they're like, sick, in a good way. Oh, sometimes we play this game, mafia, mafia kills. I'm like, hold up. Nobody's dying here. Nobody's sick here. Nobody's wicked here. Nobody's killing. Mafia blessed. Just replace the vocabulary. Take those evil words out of... Sorry, uh, don't think I'm religious, but why should we have to say these negative things? Oh, man, so sick, man. So sick, bro. I'm like, no, he's not sick. Wicked. No, man. Blessed. Change it up. Replace your vocabulary to be positive. We need positivity, especially coming through the last year. Because what you speak out is what you live in. So careful what you say. Careful what you're creating. You have been given the same authority. So be wise with your words. Even when you're discouraged, be careful what you're saying. Still in your brokenness, still when you're crying, still when what you hoped for didn't come through the way you expected, prophesy over yourself and say, I'm not, I'm not the tail, I'm the head. I'm, God has called me to be, a, to be a conqueror. I am His. I am whatever He says I am. And He says that I am His beloved, that I am loved, that I'm accepted, that I'm forgiven. Prophesy over yourself even in your brokenness. Declare over yourself what God thinks of you. Declare His promises over your life. you got to train your tongue because you know that the tongue goes all over the place and then a punch of the face and it's the teeth that gets broken. The tongue is like, nah, nah. Watch your mouth. Commanded to obey the Word of God. I'm going to prophesy life. I don't know about you, but I'm going to celebrate life. I'm going to celebrate and prophesy blessings. I'm going to, I'm going to speak about breakthrough. I'm going, to, I'm going to have faith for miracles. Yes, it looks bad, but God can turn it around. Yes, it looks like all hope is gone. But you know what? Our God is the God of miracles. But it looks dead. But you know what? Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is, is with us. Holy Spirit power is available to us. We got to train our tongue. Change the trajectory of your life by adjusting your language. Stop saying you're living in hell. Why don't you look at the situation and declare, put a demand on God's blessings and say, He that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. Amen. I am unstoppable because he is with me and he's never been defeated and he's not done with me yet. He's still writing my story. God is working something out for me. Put it in the chat. I'm going to control my tongue. Yeah. Yeah, I see you, Sindhu. I see you, Lydia. Yeah, let's go.
prophesied over your life, nothing is impossible. Thank God for His provision and His protection. Let faith speak through you. And God will move mountains for you. Let, if you would let faith speak through you, God will move mountains for you. Because God sees your impossible situation and He says, I got you. So what are you stressed about? God says, I can make a way for you when there seems to be no way. What are you upset about? Or what somebody said, now your whole day is ruined because of somebody who let their tongue out of control. Now you're going to let them have power over you? No, you're called to have dominion over the earth. You have, a, you have a mission, divine mission to accomplish in this world. You don't have time to waste. There's power in your word. So what you're doing is you're commanding the atmosphere around you to come under submission to Christ. To, to listen to the voice that God has given you. There's power in your voice. Amen? You gave up. You thought it was lost. It was, there's no hope. But God is saying, hold on, my son. Hold on, my daughter. Change is coming. Deliverance is coming. Healing is coming. Miracles are coming. Amen? So what you sow is what you're going to reap. And you're going to reap it exponentially. So sow wisely. Sow hope in people's lives. Sow genuine compliments, genuine encouragement. Revitalize them. Because then you're going to get that back exponentially hallelujah am i preaching good for life all right give me some uh, fire emojis okay help me out here Woo! hey welcome nissan people call me nissan too sometimes so you're waiting on god for something but god is saying child i'm ready to move when you are a lot of times for i for a passivity we're like, oh, I'm just waiting on God. God is saying, bro, uh, I mean, son, I'm waiting on you. Some of you need to move on and move out. Some of you need to stop following pop culture and take on Christ culture. Amen. You want a blessed life? Then you got to follow the ways of the world, of the Lord, not the world. God wants to prosper you. Let's go to another scripture. Romans 12, 1 and 2. And I'm reading from the message translation today. So go ahead, let's read it together. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I'll give you a sec while I take a little sip of water. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. All right, you get this? Not just waiting for Sunday morning, but you do everything that you do, you do it as unto to the Lord. That boss that you don't like, do it. Love the boss as unto the Lord. Serve your boss as unto to the Lord. You understand my English? Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for Him. What is the best thing you can do for God? Embracing what God does for you. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly how fast quickly respond to it unlike the culture around you always dragging you down to its level of idiot uh, i mean immaturity see how i did that how i just taught myself there god brings the best out of you develops well informed maturity in you in other words be transformed by the renewing of your mind god is calling you into a new level of freedom into a new level of responsibility, a new level of blessing, but you got to move on 
and you got to move out. You got to move on from that thing, those people, those places, and you got to step into, you got to make a decision so that you can step into that divine trajectory God has for you. It's so much bigger, it's so much better than you've ever imagined. So you got to evaluate the, the people that you're running with, the crowd that you're hanging with. Are they pushing you higher or are they pulling you lower? See, I can guarantee you that if you would commit to this church, all we want is for you to go to the next level. We, you don't have to give us anything. You don't have to do anything. But we will pray for you and cheer you and help you move forward. We will encourage you. And you will meet some amazing people along the way. So check this. God is ready to take you to the next level in your life. But, he, but we want you, you know, we like to be comfortable in our familiarities. So even though we know, see, how many times you go to the hospital and you see doctors standing outside and smoking? I'm like, bro, didn't you go to like junior city and you have like so many education? No. It's like that. Sometimes God tells us, shows us, teaches us, gives us opportunity to know that this is a better life. But we're like, no, I'm good. This is what I'm used to. This is what I'm comfortable. This is the poison I've chosen. But God is saying, you got to move on. You got to move up through God. But we underestimate what God has placed inside of us. And we're like, I'll never move up. This is my family pattern. This is who, uh, what I'm used to. And we make excuses to, to stay, stay back. And we, we, we like to continue walking around with the chickens. And walking around with the pigeons. And now, buck, 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 Instead of soaring with the eagles. God is calling you to soar with the eagles. But we're like, I'm good. And we just, just, whoop, and scratch the floor for a second and flap the wings as if we're going to fly. But it's no use. You know, we got to go now. We got wings. We can flap them. But we're still chicken. We're hanging out with the chicken. Hanging out with the pigeon. God is calling you. Son, daughter, I want you to rise, mount on wings like an eagle to soar. God wants to tweak your trajectory today and He wants to use you to help somebody tweak theirs, to change their lives. God wants you to be a catalyst. God loves you. God trusts you. And He has appointed you. He has appointed you. God has given you an inner circle and a circle of friends that only you can impact. So select your friends carefully. I'm very careful with whom I choose to, to allow in my inner circle because I don't have time to play games. We're on a mission. People's lives are at stake. This world is dying and it's messed up and is, is getting darker every day. So I got to move on and move out and move up and keep moving forward so that I can cause an impact and be an impact in other people's lives because eternity is in the balance. Number two, lift their burdens. I'm going to need a volunteer or a backpack. Volunteer or backpack. Lift their burdens. Help them carry the weight of their life. You want to cause an impact in somebody's life? Lift their burdens. You got many roles. You're a student, you're a, you're a parent, you, you, you got a job. And all of this is like a heavy backpack. Don't worry, I got a, I got a backpack. I, I, I came prepared. Don't worry. So, I'm here. This is what we all do. We have a ridiculous heavy backpack. If you can see me. I'm like, I'm just doing life, you know. I'm just, you know, busy, you know, working and school. Oh my gosh, you know. 
But the problem is our back is about to go out any minute and we're going to be paralyzed in a second. But what God is calling us is to bear one another's burdens. You want to change the trajectory? You want to save a life? Come behind them and lift it up. Make it easier for somebody. Make it lighter for somebody. Instead of being like, <laughs> look at his ridiculous backpack. It's got tears. It's got like stuff in it and it doesn't even fit properly. No, let me come and let me ease the pain a little bit. Let me help you and push up the, the burden that you're carrying. Because all of us are carrying stuff. But God is calling us, even though we have our own stuff, He's calling us to go and support and make the burden lighter. That's how we can change somebody's life. We can't carry it for them, but we can make it a bit easier. So when you look at your families and your friends, you have to ask yourself, how can I make their burden lighter? Because when we go through stuff, we want people to have grace on us. We want people to feel sorry for us. But when other people go through stuff, we're like criticizing them. And we don't give them the same grace. But that's the pattern of the world. The world is impatient. The world is rude. And sometimes we allow those things to also take over our lives. But God is saying, don't, don't follow the patterns of the world, but be renewed by the transformation of your mind. And even as a pastor, uh, you know, you might think my, my life is fine and dandy. There are burdens. We have burdens for people. We have burden for the church. We have burden for the city. And so there's the other side. I love serving God and doing uh, my responsibilities in and for God and for people. Love it, but there's a burden. But you know what I love about our church is that our team always looks to find ways to make our burden light. The team says, hey, let me come and, oh, you're doing, let me help you. So that we can do the next thing that God is calling us to do. And so it's not a one-man show. Our church is not like that, but it's a community because we help one another and we, we find what we can do meaningfully to, to serve one another so that together we can make a difference in this city bear one another's burden help each other to carry the burden and especially during this COVID time there's a lot of people that have given up on many things people have lost jobs even pastors have quit their churches because they we got they got overwhelmed but i'm here to tell you that yes there's chaos there's COVID chaos that's another phrase i just coined there's COVID chaos uh there's COVID chaos but you can get through it and the only way you can get through it is through a community and this church is a community for you. And right after this online experience, we're going to be on Zoom. And you can just come on and hang out with us. We're, we're really down to earth. And we want to make it easy for you to find community. So I'm going to wrap up my message. I'm not going to get to the third point. But before I finish, I want to tell you that no matter what burden we face, Pastor Emma and I, as we continue our responsibility and our roles and our duties and everything that we do, the love for people overrides everything else. When we see people flourishing, when we see God moving in people's lives, when we see cities uh, being transformed, we love that. We love that. And that overrides every battle we have to face to keep going. And I'm so thankful for our church because we are truly are a family and there's room for you. So are you hurting today? Sign up. Join our dream team. Are you broken today? Are you confused today? Reach out to us. We would love to pray for you, but join our team because we truly believe healing happens when we're serving. So whatever it is, God is calling you today to be a weight distributor in your family, 
but also in your community. And that's when your soul is going to be truly fulfilled. We need you. You need us. Your family, your friends, your co-workers need you so that you can bring the hope and healing of Jesus into their lives. So sign up. And, and, and it's, it's not a... Just, just reach out to us and we would love to have you part of the team. Because when you serve here, you're making a difference in people's lives. When you sow here, when you serve here, you're making a difference in people's lives. I'll end with this. I was going to go to the third point, but I'll end with this. You know, uh, we have our, you know, we like get committed to church and, uh, you know, uh, sow in the church. We say all these things. But sometimes people are like, oh, why are you talking about money at church? Oh, my. Me and my boys, when uh, Avengers Endgame, I think it's the last one, right? Endgame came out. We, we went out to the best theater. Like, there's one right by our house, but we're like, no, we're going to go over there. To like two towns, two cities over, because they have better sound, better screen. We're going to do 3D, and we're going to do D-Box, because we want to like move around with the action. And so, I mean, I, I got very vomitish by the end, but hey, it's the experience that counts. So we paid a good amount of money to have the experience. Were we mad at Cineplex at the end? No, because we got the experience. Yeah, it shook us. It, you know, it was like 5D, 3D, whatever it is. But, and then, of course, you got to get the big gulp. We have big drink and big popcorn. I took a couple of naps because the movie was so long. But hey, some, some of you do that during service, but it's okay. But then why do we get so uptight when we talk about giving at church? When we talk about getting committed to church? Why do we get so uptight? It's the enemy trying to keep you away from community. Because real healing and meaningful... Uh, purpose you discover in community and that's what we do in next steps that's just joining our team so that you can know God find freedom discover your purpose and make a difference today my mission is to tell you that you make a difference God sees the potential that he's placed in you even though you may not see it and God has paid the price for your sins already whether you accept Tim or not the paid the, the, the sin penalty is paid it's like you have been invited to the best restaurant. There's a seat for you. There's a place and a meal for you. But it's up to you to accept the invitation and come and sit down so that you can enjoy and partake of this meal. So today I want to tell you that your life matters. While you live on this earth, there's a calling on your life. No matter, even if you messed it up or, or wasted time or got hurt and you can't get over it and there are people that you need to forgive, we're going to talk about that in, in, in a couple of weeks. But I want to tell you right now, don't waste your days. Don't waste your words. Right now, God wants you to encourage somebody. So I'm going to pray. And I want you to open up your heart and say, Holy Spirit, speak to me. From this message who do I need to contact who do I need to reach out to who do I need to encourage God I need encouragement myself but you know what Lord I'm gonna be a catalyst for you just put your hand on your heart I'm gonna pray Lord I pray for every single person at the sound of my voice and I pray God that God that you would fill them with your joy and your peace that you would remind them how precious they are to you, God. The God that you would show them your love today in a tangible way. That today, even right now, Holy Spirit, I pray that every single one right now will feel your tangible presence. And that they will know that they are loved 
and accept it. And I pray God that you would shift the priorities in our hearts so that we become encouragers, revitalizers, anywhere and everywhere. That we always look to encourage people in the drive through window, at our workplaces, at our schools, in our homes, God. is a battlefield in our homes. But God, help us to be the light in the darkness. Help us, God, to be that city on the hill that cannot be hidden. Help us, God, to be your vessels. Help us, God, to be your hands and feet. Let us not just continue in the pattern of the world, but God, transform us by the renewing of our minds through your word. So, Father, we pray we fall in love with Jesus even more. And we fall in love with your word, studying your word, so that we can know our assignment. Lead us, God, through your divine direction. And right now, before I hand it off to MC Michelle, I want to let you know that if you've never made the decision to welcome Jesus into your heart, or if you walked away from Jesus, today is a beautiful day. Listen, on my first live preaching, I'm here to tell you that today is a beautiful day for you to say yes to Jesus. Yeah. Yes. There's nothing else more beautiful than saying yes to Jesus. So if that's you, and you know it, because the Holy Spirit is knocking and saying, let Jesus in, so that He can fill you with the power of the Holy Spirit. So let me pray for you. Right now, put your hand on your heart and repeat after me. And at Next Level Church, nobody prays alone. We're all going to pray together with you. All right? Let's go. Lord Jesus, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I surrender. You are my God. You are my Savior. There is none but you. From today on, I give you my heart, my mind, my will, my emotion. Take over me, God. Please forgive me for my sins. Wash me clean by your precious blood. I am yours. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, listen, if you made that decision, if you prayed that prayer, you'll see in the chat a button that pops up. Raise a hand, click that. But don't just click that, but con contact us, okay? We want to do life with you because we believe your best days are ahead, okay? So don't just click it and go take a nap, but actually reach out to us on social media, nextlevelgta.com, and, and, and we would love to do life with you. Welcome home. God bless you. Let's worship God together. will love you Lord my strength and I will love you Lord my shield and I will love you Lord my rock forever all my days I will love you Lord and
blood reigns forever all my days hallelujah God wow how amazing was that message thank you pastor d thank you god Hallelujah, hallelujah, indeed. I had fun. Wow. My favorite part about that message is like where Pastor D talked about the tongue. We got to really watch our tongue and what we say. We should be encouraging one another, especially as children of Christ. We should be, you know, speaking life into people. And, um, but don't worry. If you choose God, He will lead your path. You will make your path straight. He will make your crooked path, crooked path straight, and He will lead you to the right way, His way. Um, so we will have more conversations like these um, on our Zoom party. So join us in our Zoom chat. The hosts will put it in the live chat right now. So make sure you join us as we have conversations like these. We'll have, we'll play games, and uh, we'll, you know, we just get to know each other and have that fellowship online. And uh, I hope to see you there. I had, a, an, I had a blast as always being your MC, MC Meshi. Woo! Wow! Thank you for the encouragement, Church. Woo! I love you guys, and I'll see you soon. MC Meshi signing out. God bless. Peace out.